what up, what up? It's your man, Black Lavelli, coming at you with another Black Man Over 50 podcast. What's up, fam? It's your man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but it's been crazy. Your boy that went deep. I'm going off the sidetrack right now. I'm going to do a topic tonight that's been interesting to me since the lockdown started. And I've come at it slightly on a couple of different angles. But, you know, your boy, when he felt it in his heart, he got to talk about it. And so, my thing for the night is, couples, we two months in this. So, where we at? You feel me? Where we at? And so, like I say, with that being said, you know, Black interviewed about 40 couples from all over the world. Like I say, your boy's tentacles run deep because of this podcast game. And so, I interviewed these couples and I interviewed them on 10 different subjects. Actually, nine, nine different subjects. And so, we started out talking about communication, you know, and just how are we communicating now that we're two months into this? And I'm gonna shoot you out some different examples when we get into the to the podcast. We talked about stress, you know, stress in the relationship, you know, and, and more so from a family standpoint, and then into this couple standpoint, because like I said, we all in this together in the crib. Homeschooling, man, I've been touching on this homeschooling from jump. We're gonna talk about it being two months in. In this one, number four, you know, it kind of struck me because when you think about it, men have been in a situation for as long as I've been alive and your boy Black is over 50 where we haven't had a voice in terms of our emotional feelings, at least not one that's been accepted. And so now with AI, AI is giving men some options. And when I say AI, this new computer, this new millennial, it is giving men a different perspective in the way to look at relationships. So I want to talk about it. this lockdown in general, you know, just the term lockdown, you know, what kind of stress is that putting on us, you know, inside the crib? I mean, because now, you know, it went from just something that was going to be 14 days to now we going on two months. So, you know, we got to talk about it. date night. You guys remember date night before the lockdown? I mean, that was the last-ditch effort to try to keep a spark in a relationship. So what does date night look like right now? You know, during the coronavirus, what does date night look like in the crib? Family activities. You know, we're going to talk about some of the family activities that we have gotten away from in the last 20 years, especially in terms of the house, because when we get home, it's time to crash it out or get into your own social groups within the home and you shut it down. The dinner table. What goes on at the dinner table when you're in a pandemic? How does that look versus the hustle and bustle, the moving and grooving that we used to be in pre-lockdown? Bedtime. What is bedtime like? And when I say bedtime, we're not talking sex. We're talking about as a family, as a couple. What is bedtime like during the pandemic? And in conclusion, you know, we're going to wrap it up. And then, like always, you know, your boy Black got his question. You know, he always leaves us now with a question. And, you know, like I say, that question is going to usually be what? 
you know, I talk about in the one podcast or the other, and then we come back later, and then we jump on that. And so, <clears throat> I'm going to touch that right now. One of the earlier podcasts that we did, which was called Opening Your State Back Up, if you guys remember that podcast, I asked the question, what would make you comfortable to go back outside? And so, your boy Black, like I say, we up in this game now with the listeners, the followers. I want to give a shout out to my fam out there because without you, I'm nothing. And so the fam responded. You know, they hit me up both in verbal messages and emails. And they said what would make them comfortable in going back outside is the media being truthful. Just to sum it up. You know, on one hand, we got our government saying, if you provide these certain steps, then we will support you in opening up your country. And just starting off those steps, you know, we're talking about having testing for everyone, you know, having a way in which we can go back to work and be comfortable with the proper PPE, meaning the gloves, the, the, the gowns or the masks, whatever you need to do what you need to do, it needs to be available to you. And then finally, the rules to the game. You know, it needs to be a clear set of rules of how we're supposed to conduct ourselves in this thing that would make people feel comfortable. And so, you know, those questions and those answers I just summed up, but they came to me from my boys in Nigeria. Uh, they came to me from some, obviously, some of my American fam. They came to me from some of my Latin American uh, family out there, both coming from uh, Mexico, Colombia. I had some people from uh, Argentina hit me up. And so, you know, the nucleus of what everybody was saying is that the people need to know from their leaders where we stand in this situation. They need to be told to them honestly so they can feel comfortable going out. So, like I said, you know, I'm always going to drop some knowledge at the end of the shows. And I want y'all to come back and holler at your boy. So let's jump right into this one. The first one is communication. And like I said, communication, I'm talking about between each other. You know, when I went out and interviewed these couples, one of the things I was concerned about, or one of the things I wanted them to talk about, because like I say, my show is not about taking sides. It's not about picking who's right or wrong, but creating, but creating a situation where we can sit down and have a conversation. And so I was asking the couples, you know, in the world of communication, in this lockdown, two months in, what are you finding on one side when you got the people that are in the Facebook and Twitter and WhatsApp, you know, they can get on that phone for segments of time and be inundated by just the phone or the computer versus the fellas or other people out there that's into the YouTube sports. Because remember, back in the day, you had to wait for that actual event to come on TV. Two months in, we got used to finding our own events to watch. Uh, if you guys remember, you guys have been following your boy Black since day one. One of the earlier podcasts when we went into getting locked down, I told y'all I was making my own Super Bowl Sunday. And so we went to YouTube and we found, obviously, a Pittsburgh Steelers victory, because that's my team. We found a Super Bowl and we all checked it out. We had the wings and things and we all kicked it as if it was real Super Bowl Sunday. Well, not too much in. Everybody understands that technique and they watching whatever on YouTube sports that keeps them company and chatting with their boys or working. You know, so men have found ways in which to spend their time. And so I wanted to know from couples, what is that looking like? 
You feel me? What, I mean, how is this? One in one corner, one in the other. And you would be astonished at some of the answers I got. First of all, for my ladies out there, and I, I love my ladies because they keep it 100 with your boy. You know, they coming straight down the pipe at your boy. And they said, you know what? When it comes to him on them sports, you know, him chatting with his boys, you know, working or whatever, my only issue is he need to turn the volume down. He get loud, they get carried away, they get crazy. And, uh, you know, it disrupts the crib. You know, now that people got their headsets and they bold, they can't hear how loud they are. And they just get real crazy with it. And so that was the consensus of the female uh, uh, gripe. For the men, I asked them, you know, is your is your is your other your significant other? Are they cyber people? Are they are they on Facebook and Twitter and WhatsApp? You know, are they just on lockdown from your butt because they in this social arena? And most men didn't even realize what was going on. They was just happy that the woman wasn't in their ear with some drama or some issues around the house, just anything. It was something to keep them preoccupied that they didn't have to feel as though they had to spend more time than what they had available in that situation. I found that interesting. Uh, I found that very interesting. And so your boy Black gonna always put you on the spot. So your boy Black came back and was like, okay, so now for you women out there whose man is stuck on his YouTube and stuck on talking to his boys and working, how are y'all getting closer? You know what I'm saying? How are y'all finding a happy medium on the communication tip? And for you men whose women is gone on Facebook, that's just like being at work, getting them different opinions out there, and you still not getting no better in terms of them understanding where you coming from in the game. So so how are we gonna fix that? And so on both sides, it was a line drawn in the sand from the standpoint, we good, we good communications drama if you get into somebody else's wheelhouse so we good just letting everybody do what they do so i said okay number two i went down the stress i said okay so now here's something in the past that pre-covid we all know sex and money was the priority of the game and if a woman got upset she was going to turn down the i'll call it affection because i don't want to make everything seem like uh, a sexual intercourse type situation for men we all know sex is affection and so from rubbing your head to cooking you something to eat to a nice kiss to just a kind word to a man that could be sexual and believe you me women know how to make you happy from all different standpoints and if you want a happy you want to be happy then she got to be happy so we know in the old days women used to do that and we also know that men used to do the same thing with their money. You know, if they was happy, they'd get more money. If they wasn't happy, they was tight on the money. And so it was like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Because if you didn't get the money or take care of your responsibilities, the woman was going to tighten up on her situation. If the women tightened up on their situation, then the man was going to tighten up on their situation. So we was in this, this big old circle. So now my question is, now that we're in the house, when it comes down, to somebody else's needs. And so like I said, you know, women have needs and men have needs. And so if you're a female and your needs is maintaining the house, maintaining the kids, uh, uh, homeschooling, you know, in terms of them having the right equipment, 
maintaining the home, making sure the groceries and stuff is on point, uh, and that type of situation, then a man does not have a right to get upset if he's the only one that's bringing in uh, unemployment or he's the only one bringing in money or he got a side hustle, whatever the case may be. And he knows she can't get out to do her thing. He has no right, you feel me, to to shut down the finances. You know, your boy black just don't just, just don't buy that. You feel me? If you're a team and you in a couple and you in a relationship, it's 50-50 on the finances. You feel me? It's just 50-50, and especially when the other one is down on their neck. That really ain't the time for you to be holding back on the dollars. Now for you ladies out there, the same thing. If your man is down and out, your man is sad, uh, your man don't feel like, you know, he's doing what he could be doing or what he ought to be doing just based on the situation, then you know he needs some attention. And, and like I say, your boy Black like to keep it 100. We're not talking about always uh, uh, sexual intercourse. What we're talking about is a kind word, something positive, doing a nice thing, doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? And you women all know what to do to make your man feel a little bit better than the way he's feeling now. And so like I said, pre-COVID, we was both with our hands up, fist ball, you know, standing ten toes deep on one side of the fist, the other side of the fist. Nobody was drawing any type, any type of togetherness. But now that we've been on lockdown for two months, I would hope, you feel me, on both sides, we recognize we in this to win this. You feel me? We in this together and that we can get away from holding back on what brought us together, holding back on what it takes to make us one. You feel me? And and really starting to take this time to grow together. So when we come out of this thing, we're stronger than when we went in. You know, we come out of this thing and we the same as when we went in, then what good was the two-month workout? You feel me? And that's what I call the two-month emotional workout. On a side note on this, because this is what's been bothering your boy since he heard about and because your boy, like I said, I don't live in this type of situation that I'm going to bring up. I never have been a part of this type of situation that your boy Black didn't even know it was going on to the magnitude that it's going on. But once he heard about it, he said, ah, no, we got to talk about that. And it's domestic violence. What is going on? Now, let me just start off by saying, ain't nobody got the right to put their hands on nobody. Feel me? And when you feel like you got the right to put your hands on somebody, I think the least you should do is find somebody that stands up to what you stand up to. If it's a woman putting your hands on a man, you need to find another woman out there that's as bad as you are and go toe-to-toe with her. If you're a man that's putting your hands on a woman, then you need to go find another dude out there that's just as bad as you and go toe-to-toe with them. Because in that way, you at least get a good workout. You at least get a good situation. But to put your hands on somebody that ain't finna fight back, or to put your hands on somewhere that you know you can dominate, your boy Black ain't with that. Your boy Black ain't with that. So I just wanted to touch on that. And your boy Black here, like that's going worldwide, bro. You feel me? The more we are locked up, the more we are putting our hands on each other and getting out of control. And the funny thing about it, the child abuse ain't going up. People are just going straight for each other's throats. You know what I'm saying? And not that it's probably not statistically, but I'm saying I haven't heard about that. Once again, I don't look for it. But I haven't heard about that as much as it's been brought to me about this to straight up couple domestic violence. That's a no-no. That's a no-no, fam. We got to figure out a completely another way.
Now, let me touch on this homeschool because we two months in, fam. We thought this was going to be a two-week situation, and now we two months in. So here's where your boy want to come at with this subject. Whose responsibility in the crib is it to homeschool every day? Like I said, this is a whole new chore for the couples, you know, whether it's doing laundry, doing the dishes, working, cleaning the car, you know, everybody got something that is on the man's side, something that's on the female side, and then something y'all do together. Where does this homeschooling fall in? You feel me? Because I think the parents hate homeschooling more than the kids do. So I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to go this out to my men first, to my fam, to my bros. Don't put that all on the female. You feel me? Now, when I ask this question, the females, yet again, and this is where I believe the term housewife took a left and went completely off track from what it was traditionally made to be. And that's why the women of the modern era got pissed when they thought that we assumed they needed to be barefoot and pregnant. All they was going to do was cook. They had no ability to get out and do anything. And so I do not think that's what the term housewife was initiated for because back in the day, the housewife was almost like somebody who ran a company. She made sure that house was intact, top to bottom. And so she was a very important part, like the main character in the family episode. And so now over time, that's almost become an insult to some women based on what a man defines a housewife. But let's get to this homeschool. I'm telling you, fellas, the next generation, because a lot of women were saying, I don't want that man to homeschool. He's lazy. In some cases, he don't know what's going on. Other cases, he get to hollering at the kids. They had a million reasons why they was going to give a man a pass from homeschool. And man was willing to catch that like Jerry Rice. Man was willing to say, what? You going to give me that pass? I'm with it. I'm going to go watch the game. Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, that's going to come back to haunt your sons. Because women ain't down with spending eight hours a day, every day, keeping the kids in check while you off doing something else. I'm telling you, bro. You can take it how you want to take it. Like I said, your boy Black don't have to fake the funk on a nasty dunk. I'm coming straight down the pipe at you. Homeschooling has to be a team sport. You feel me? You got to get in where you fit in. If you don't know English or math or whatever, whatever you do know, when it's time for you to step up to the plate, you need to step up to the plate. And if you don't know nothing, then you need to keep the supplies necessary to do what they need to do at the fingertip. You feel me? You got to do something to make yourself 100 involved in that situation because it's ugly. The next one. Now, we finna get kind of sticky right now. And you know, like I said, you know your boy Black keeping 100. And I did a show on this back in the day before we hit this two-month situation. I told my ladies out there, y'all gonna have to think 100 because it's about to go down. I told my ladies out there that they coming with all kind of stuff for men. So this attitude, this feeling like y'all are in complete control of what a man does or he's going to be in some kind of situation that you imposed is about to be over. The computer is now doing things for men that manual society did for women back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And like I said, once again, they earned their stripes. I have nothing against the women for earning the things that they have to make their quality of life better. 
but men have been slighted on that tip. And anything they wanted or thought about doing, all the way down to hanging with your boys too long, was in violation as far as women was concerned. And I'm not saying all women. Some of my sisters out there, they give a man a pass on that. But the majority of the sisters hold your feet to the fire. Hold your feet to the fire. So I'm just going to shoot out a few things. Because like I say, all y'all my fans. And your boy like to keep it straight 100. That's coming down the pipe for men so that y'all can talk about it. So when I brought this up in the relationships, you feel me, on both sides, you know, I had shock faces. Didn't nobody really want to say nothing. It was quiet at the table. And so your boy Black went in. I, I came out. The first thing that's coming down the pipe is sex toys for men. And so if you think I'm playing, look at the link that your boy Black going to leave in the subscription below. Because like I said, I already told y'all about it back in the day. So your boy Black then brought it to the states you feel me your boy black then opened up the arena so that we can go to a family situation we ain't dealing with something we don't know what's happening and we can get our information and get our, our supplies and our situation from somebody that's trusted you see what i'm saying so they bring in sex toys for men it's coming whether y'all want to talk about it or not internet dating listen i'm telling you before all this went down People didn't get online. People didn't want them people to know what was going on. If you was in some kind of internet dating website, you would start up as being some kind of creep, some kind of weirdo. Well, guess what? It's popping now. If you think I'm lying, check out Facebook and some of these other well-known platforms that have incorporated internet dating into their situations. And so people hooking up. <laughs> people hooking up. So you might as well be with it. And now they got the Google Translate. So you don't even have to know the language. You feel me? Some of y'all that's into some inter international type situations where the person may the person may speak Spanish, the person may speak German, French, vice versa. Uh, now with Google Translate, you can go in 100%, go in deep. So when I brought this up, like I said, the women was like, oh, he better not. The man was like, what? So. We have a wall and an unwillingness to have this conversation that is coming down the pipe. Now, like I said, what happened for the women when they got liberated and a lot of these terms and things became mainstream, like sex toys, like sex parties, you feel me? Like international, I mean, uh, like internet dating where she went on there, she put her picture on there and her phone just started blowing up. So there was no more being lonely. You know, it even went to a term called catfishing, where you put somebody else's picture. I mean, it was out of control. Well, now, guess what? It's mainstream. So everybody's on the internet dating. It's cool. You say what you say, and you keep it moving. And like I said, you know, both sides are still unwilling to have this conversation. So it's going to come down like hell and brimstone. And the first person in the neighborhood is going to have the first or something. That's going to have everybody going what? And so, like I said, just check the link. <laughs> Uh, the link's in the bottom and the description. That way you get a feel for what your boy talking about. The lockdown. We're going to talk the lockdown. And then I'm going to give a quick commercial break. And then your boy going to come back at it again. But the lockdown. And we're talking about it as a couple. You see what I'm saying? When you get ready to go outside. When we're talking about opening up the state. Opening up all of this stuff. If you a couple. If you a family. You have a responsibility to everybody in the crib. You see what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I told y'all back in the day, you know, the side chick, 
she should be dead. Like, like she should be done. Really? Really. The problems that that can cause is way more than birth. On the same tip, all these male friends in a glass, all these homies you used to just run to, my ladies out there, and have a conversation with when your man was coming sideways, he should be done. You know, unless it's over the phone, unless it's by video. Like I say, I, your boy Black ain't big on that jealousy. But if you're doing your job right, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, jealousy mainly comes when you feel like you ain't doing what you need to do. So the other person going to do what they need to do. Once again, keep it 100. You feel me? If you was doing what you needed to do, in most cases, the other person wouldn't do nothing crazy. When you start slipping, for whatever reason, then you invite in a bad situation and that breeds jealousy. So I came at the people, the fam, and I said, look here, when you leave the crib and you dealing with other people, you got to keep in mind your babies and your family at home. You feel me? You got to keep it respectful. And both couples agreed on that worldwide. And it was just loving to hear that nobody's going to put their family in jeopardy. And that the one thing that this coronavirus has brought us together on is that we know who look like us. Like we know who family is. Like we know what the problem is if we go out and do something crazy. And like I say, families is holding each other in check. You know, and that's a good thing. So, you know, with that being said, give me five seconds. Your boy Black finished shooting a commercial and he'll be right back. Black man over 50. Black man over 50. What up, what up? We, we back. We back. Man, man, man. So we're going to keep it moving. We're going to get straight into it. The sixth thing I came to the couples about was date night. Remember date night before all this went down? I mean, we was already at wit's end. And so we would try to find a day, a short weekend trip. We would try to find some quality time to be together. And, you know, people looked forward to that. And so I'm here to tell you, and I told the couples, is date night dead? What does it look like inside of this lockdown? You feel me? We got to keep an understanding that we in this together. You see what I'm saying? And so when I went to them about date night, you know, it was just so interesting. You got my Latin community, you know, they used to the whole family situation. So they they true to this, they new to this. This ain't no thing for them, you know, in terms of wanting to be in the house, wanting to be with the family, being creative. You know, that's how they get out. And so when you talk to them, they with it. You know, they didn't took date night from going to the restaurant and going to the movies to having uh, uh, time after the kids go to bed. You know, maybe he's uh, they're listening to some 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 Spanish Latin music and practicing they salsa, they bachata, practicing they dance moves. Well, if you know anything about Latin dance moves, when you start dancing and you already started something. And so they practice their dance moves. You know, they do things that they already together anyway. You feel me? When I get over to my Americans, as an example, it's a little bit more harder for us because we more entertainment based. And so if you ain't taking us somewhere to get entertained, we busy, we got something else to do. But I was surprised to see that you got, you know, people running uh, bubble baths for the other one. You know, the other one going in and cooking a nice meal, maybe his old favorite that he used to eat, making his old dessert. You know, and then they post it on Facebook just to let him know that they showed everybody how much they feel about it. And so what that ends up doing is when it's time to lay down at night, they lay down without arguing 
basically laying down without no tension because everybody felt like somebody went the extra mile. And so in the States, what I found is it's not so much them doing things 100% together or everybody in the same room. It's the thought that counts more type scenario. And so it was just a beautiful thing to see on both sides that people still value quality time and they still value doing something for that other person and letting that other person know how you care. So that was just awesome, awesome, awesome. Family activities. You know, when I talked to the couples and I really wanted to know about what's going down in the crib, you know, and I kept telling them, you know, listen to your boy. You know, you don't want to leave your kids too long alone with these games. You know, these games, especially when we're talking about PlayStation, Xbox, and all that, they're on virtual cyber game so they out there with all people from all over the world you don't know who's a predator on there you don't know who's saying something crazy you don't know where they're going with learning this game you know these people could be training marksmen they could be you know back in my day we used to be worried about people luring our kids out somewhere where they would get abducted you know we was worried about being in these chat rooms we were worried about pedophilia and things of that nature but fam, let me tell you, in 2020, they're creating missionaries. You feel me? They're creating cult followers. Your kid will mess around, and when this is over, get ready to go join the Taliban. So you got to make sure that you don't keep them on lockdown with these games because you think you're getting some free time. You know, we got to engage them. Same with that social media. You know, for y'all that got these teenagers. You feel me? You just can't let them run buck wild on this Facebook and this Twitter because they was already on it before the lockdown. And now, if they on it 24-7, imagine how hard it's going to be to get them back focused. You feel me? When we come off this lockdown. So you got to find a way to make something else more interesting. I'm not saying take something from somebody in a lockdown when you don't replace it with something because now you finna do is cause stress. And so what we need is interaction. We need board games. We need movie night. You see what I'm saying? We need fun things to do. Because what we're trying to do based on this whole situation that your boy Black talk about is our memories. When we come out of this, we're going to have a memory on this last two months. And whether I tell y'all about taking all this negative media in, whether I tell y'all about your boy Black's feelings on, you know, how we conduct ourselves, Uh, in terms of each other because once again let me tell you black is no pastor he's no preacher this information that he gives you is for educational purposes only and for you to do your research you feel me hold my feet to the fire if your boy black tell you something that's incorrect off his side cuff then holler back at your boy because i want to keep it 100 and only one way i can keep it 100 is with your input and so, like I said, this is all based on memories. And so what kind of memories do you want to create for somebody? And so your boy Black, when people look back on your boy, whether it's through Facebook, whether it's through my podcast, whether it's my homies in their circle, they always know I'm talking about keeping it positive, keeping it 100. I'm always talking about doing what's better for somebody else than it is for you. And so those are the memories that I'm trying to leave. The question is, what memories are you trying to leave for your children? And so some of the feedback I got, once again, was outstanding. You know, you would be surprised how together we are in this game and how they try to make it seem like we at each other's throats. And so 
my people out there, my family out there, they was telling me all kind of stuff that people, arts and crafts, drawing, uh, they showing these kids how to utilize the computer to get involved in certain crafts and creativities. The parents are getting involved in other things. Something else that came back that hadn't been around that I heard for a while was karaoke. So you got kids playing with karaoke. You got some of the old PlayStation coming out, uh, uh, games that are out where they play on the instruments and all that. I mean, you know, I really heard some fun ideas and things that was coming out. And I'm interested to see after this shutdown, how many new artists we gonna have. And I mean that both in the world of drawing, dance, rap, singing. I mean, there's so much practice that's being done by people being on lockdown. It's a beautiful thing, but overall, I want us to keep them activities on a focus type tip with these kids so they're not locked into this internet and we don't know what's going on. This one is dear to me because like I said, coming up, where I came up in Detroit, our dinner table rules was off the chain. And so it wasn't until I grew up and went to college, you know, it wasn't until I started going to Columbia. It wasn't until I got older till I saw what a dinner table was supposed to look like. And so I wanted to talk to the fam out there about the dinner table. You know what I mean? During this lockdown, things have changed, man. You feel me? We're we not all running. You know, we're not running past the dinner table like it's our way out to go. You know what I mean? We're not eating dinner at 10, 11 o'clock at night. You know, because we just got off work. Now it's more of a early dinner time. You know, everybody's in the house somewhere. And now you have the ability to set some some values for these kids and going forward. And what I mean by that is a dinner table is supposed to be the place where we sit down and talk about it as a family. Because the rest of the day, everybody's shaking and baking and moving. So the dinner table is where you sit down and let that kid or let the child or let somebody that normally wouldn't have a floor be able to have a floor with everybody sitting there. Fam, I'm telling you how important this is for you to learn the people in your crib. If you don't get in time to talk from their heart, if you don't get a chance to find out what's in their head, it's going to get locked down in their head. You're never going to find out about it and they're going to tell that computer. They're going to tell AI. So I'm telling y'all, I'm asking y'all. And like I said, when I talked about this with my family out there, different parts of the world do things differently. And so obviously I got different responses. Like I said, in Latin America, they always sit down at the table together. You feel me? They don't have no TV in the dining room or cell phones on every table. So it didn't matter whether it was a pandemic or this was 1972. That's just the way they get out. And so, you know, everybody's communicating and talking about their day and doing whatever. So it's a beautiful thing. In the States, it depends on the family. And so, like I said, you got some people don't even eat in the same table. They take their food elsewhere and just go kick it. You got other people that eat at the table and they got their cell phones, everything banging, pointing at them. And they just there for the meal, almost like you eat in a public restaurant. And you got other people, they just sit down, they just smash it. You know, and they own about the next thing. You don't utilize that time productive with these kids and this family. You know what I'm saying? And so 
your boy Black, like I said, certain people do it a certain way, other people do it different ways. But the conclusion of that is I wanted to just shout out that we got to come together and utilize that time to talk about it. It's a good, beautiful time to talk about it. Bedtime. Let's talk about it. You feel me? I'm not talking about sexual. You know what I'm saying? If you're religious, bedtime it should be the time everybody pray together. And this is what I mean, fam. As I was interviewing people from the States, you'd be surprised how many people and their kids don't know the Lord's Prayer. When I was coming up, knowing the Lord's Prayer was just like the national anthem, everybody knew at least the first line. You know, now people go, what? Just like they do with the national anthem. You know, some of our most basic traditions have been forgotten just because we're so busy. So like I said, if you're religious, uh, the first thing you should be doing is teaching your kid the Lord's Prayer. That should be the way that he goes to bed because I'm telling you, when you go to bed with that in his mind, or that being the last thing he says, it cleanses your soul. And so that cuts down on nightmares. It cuts down on sleepwalking. You would be surprised how therapeutic the Lord's Prayer can be to your subconscious when you sleep, if you say it before you lay down. You feel me? But those that's not religious, they don't do the Lord's Prayer. Before you go to bed, you used to always kiss your kids goodnight. Or you would kiss the wife goodnight. It was always some sort of physical connection, tucking them in the bed, whatever, so that that person could go to sleep feeling protected. What we don't want to have is your kids going to sleep after 15 hours of mortal combat. Or them going to sleep after five hours of shooting something on a screen. Because the psyche, the mind, is replaying that over and over. Let me tell you something. And if you think I'm lying, check your boy Black. How many comedy video games do they make? How many fun video games do they make that are popular? And if they are, how many do your kid have? So how many video games do they make that you think if you went to sleep after playing that would be cool? And your boy Black gonna leave it at that. Like I said, I'm not here to start nothing. I'm just here to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? So in conclusion, in conclusion to this whole situation, we can do this, fam. Where are we two months into it? We're stronger than we were before we got into it. And so I love doing this show. I love talking to the people out there. I love interviewing all the couples that I interview. I love, you know, having my Facebook hour. I mean, Facebook 24 hours. We just pump 24 hours of positive stuff on Facebook. And I got so many responses. Share, share, share. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because most people's news feeds read like a horror movie. It's just crazy what's going through our psychic mind out there while we chilling. And so I just want to thank y'all for that. And you know, at the end of all my shows, at the end of all my shows, I do a question. And I come back on the later shows and I try to have that, that question answered. You know, like I told you guys the earlier one that we did, uh, uh, and showed you guys some of the feedback I got on that. Uh, you know what's going, what, you know, what would outside look like when you went outside? That was awesome. We got about 50 or 60 replies on. It. You know, not that many, but at least people replied on. It. I'm gonna shoot another one out there for you. Uh, black acts on uh, on his show, uh, calling all black men to attention. Black acts 
uh, black man, where do you see yourself in rebuilding our future on this planet? And so, man, <laughs> you put the fellas on check, they come holler. So I got a lot of brothers out there that said, you know, they want to be teachers. They want to really give back mentally and spiritually and, and, and show the young men and women their, their own personal definition. You know, I had women come back and say, hey, let me tell you what the black man should do. He should be at home to finish what he started. And so, you know, I had a lot of back and forth and a lot of different uh, uh, pointed views on that question. And your boy, Black Love it. He Black Love it. And like I said, we got people from Nigeria, Spain, Europe, uh, North America, South America, Africa. And so it's a beautiful thing when they come back spitting love. But for this show, for this show, my question is, what are you willing to do to improve your relationship? Let me say that again. What are you willing to do to improve your relationship? And like your boy Black said, that's the whole family thing. You feel me? That's not just you and mama. That's you, the kids, you, mama, the dog. If you ain't walked the dog in a month. Like, what are you willing to do to improve this thing? And so, it's May the 2nd, Saturday night. We're getting it in. It's 9.53 p.m. You know how your black do it. And like I say, I love you guys. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm new to this, but I'm true to this. I'm loving it. The fan base is growing. Uh, and so, like I said, keep supporting us. Look at the links at the bottom. You know, we got the, the coffee mugs for the you black supporters out there that want your own Black Valley mug. We got, you know, like I said, I want y'all to know what's going on with these toys and stuff that these men going to be getting so it ain't no surprise to you. That's down there. We got the radio stations for Loso Fresh, uh, both the hip-hop and the gospel rap. Take it over. That's down there. Got your boy Birdie Wordy. You know, his book that's out. I also got his 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 <laughs> his total spectrum. You know, he's got a website that's got his whole flavor on it, so we got that down there. Remember, your boy Black wrote books before he started this. He had a whole romantic series line. You feel me? The Pepper and Antonio series. Hot. Your boy don't even talk about it, but it's hot. Got him in paperback. It's, I mean, it's on the Google Play Store, all over out there. So that link is at the bottom. Check your boy Black out. Uh, the romance series is, is, comes off the Tony uh, Starks and Iron Man and Pepper. But he got a little bit of a twist on it, so check that out. But your boy Black just doing it. You know, like I said, we're getting it in, where we fit in. And with that being said, your boy Black out. Black man over 50.